Sports Talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. It's the drive on 1700, the champ. I'm Trent Condon. That knucklehead across from me, he is Wolfgang, as he is ready to complete his second week on the air. Wolfgang, you've made it through. There hasn't been any fisticuffs yet. There really hasn't been any fighting yet. How are you feeling? I don't, I don't think. I just need to learn when to shut up in commercial breaks and let you do your thing. I figured that out on my own. Have you Have you noticed that I'm a little busy? Yeah. I, I mean, I think you may type. I don't know if you're typing or what you're doing, but it sounds like you might be the fastest typer on this <laughs> the planet. Or I don't know what you're doing over there, but it sounds like you're typing. I don't know how many words you type a minute, but are you typing? Uh, yeah, a lot of times. My uh, God. I'll be typing things up. Uh, I thought have, I typed fast. have a lot of things that I have to do throughout the course of the day. See, for me, even though I'm on the air for, yes, five hours a day, Sorry if I if I annoy you. Uh, you you got to deal with me. <laughs> but there are a lot more than just that involved. Yeah. Uh, I am the talent. I am the producer. I am the call screener. I line up the guests. I do it all. I am Mr. Everything, Wolfgang. How about you pick up some slack over there? Well, it took me a second. I, it took me. I figured that out pretty quickly. Didn't I not? Yes. You didn't have to say a word. You never told me to shut up. No. Nope. You never looked at me funny. I could kind of say, yeah, oh, let me put myself in his shoes for a second. I'm guessing he has some other things over there he has to, you know, figure out. So Just a little bit. Okay. i got the sales team. I'm doing play-by-play tonight. Hey, Tell me about play-by-play tonight. How pumped are you? Oh, it's going to be good. And I've been to Waukee twice this year. I saw an epic game back, I think in week three it was, Waukee Valley down to the wire. In fact, I think you said your mom was listening to me call that game. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah, that was the second game of the year. Uh-huh. And my mom, I'm trying to think of an exact quote. I don't. You don't want to misquote your mother, right? Right. You know right. That's, that's not like, go over well. And for people that don't know, Wolfgang's mom likes to listen to the program. Yes. So yeah, you don't want to miss. No, don't misquote mama. All right. No, you don't misquote mama. But it was something to the effect of, uh, "He's such a professional." You tell him I said so. <laughs> such a professional. Well, my favorite hey, no, thing a is pro. Such a, a pro. My my favorite thing that you told me is that. I should start doing Hawkeye games. And I said, I am all in. If they want me to do that, absolutely. No joke. I literally told you that right when she said that. Yeah, he's like, well, why doesn't he do Hawkeye games? I'm like, I'm sure he'd be okay with that, Mom. If if they just make the phone call, I work cheap, I think he can get me. (laughs) How uh, old is Gary? How is Dolph? How old is he? He's got to be pushing 70, doesn't he? I like Dolph. I actually I, I have do his too. cell phone number, and I can't believe yeah. they gave that to me. Well, that's, that's a little odd, isn't that, it? That was probably bad work out of them. <laughs> uh, Dolph is one of my favorites. He's a great person to talk to. In fact, maybe next week we'll get him. Of course, he's, uh, I'm sure, in Pennsylvania right now, either in State College or, or very close to it, getting ready for the game tomorrow. But I always enjoy having Dolph on the mm-hmm. program and just talking with him. And, and be it at an iClub event, be it whatever it may be, He's always so accommodating, just a, a great person to talk to, a great ambassador, and certainly a lot better voice than what I have. And it is tough because everybody likes something different. So that must be weird coming from you when you guys when you guys are bashing the Monday Night Crew or somebody's bashing, you know, Beth Moens or somebody's bashing whoever. So it's, it'd be interesting over the years to find out who you like and who you don't like. Are you modeling yourself after somebody? Are you just being one hundred percent you? Are you taking a little bit of this guy and a little bit of that guy or gal and? That'd be interesting to find out. To be honest, I, I guess I've never even thought of it. Like, I, I'm looking to emulate this broadcast mm-hmm. style or or this person. And I'm, I'm trying to think of probably who I listen to the most. Now, growing up, I, I know Zobel in this market is, I mean, he's the king, right? 
Yes, yes, well, sir. That is true. In the Condon house, that was not the case. My grandpa Condon, when we'd be listening, a lot of times, you know, go into mass and we'd be listening to the post game show. It wasn't on 1040. Mm-hmm. We were 600. We were Ron Gonder. It, okay. Ron, my grandpa always said, I don't know what the hell is going on when he was listening to Zabla <laughs> call a game. So he was always a Ron Gonder guy. So I never, in fact, I don't think I ever heard Jim Zabla call a game. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard clips, obviously, in years See, afterwards. you understand how but, that, ba- I can't even comprehend that. Right. And I'm trying to think, we're both from North Iowa, and trying to think of who we had call the games back when everybody kind of had their own group. But it was WMT for us, 600, which had a, a big signal, of course, that went along with it. We were a Gonder family. But listen to a lot of Twins games. Those guys probably would maybe be something that I'd have. But I kind of do my own thing. I don't know if I have a style. Maybe you, you're taking it in and you don't realize you are. And you're yeah, probably formulating, right, right. oh, I do like that guy. I don't like, I don't like somebody that's fake, mm-hmm. like fake excited, I guess. But there are guys that get excited that some people consider fake. And they don't like him. I like him. I like uh, Gus Johnson. Yeah. Some people consider him cake, fake. I get right. what they're saying. Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. I'll err on that side every single time instead of touchdown Iowa. I'll tell you what. This is a great game. Y'all should be here. I, yes. I don't really want to hear that. I mean, be excited to do what you're doing. You're getting paid well. You're doing something that we are very excited to watch. Either sure. Iowa, Iowa State, Drake, you and I, whoever, Bears, Vikings. Get ex- I mean, be excited is the number one thing I would say. I would guess you probably disagree with that. But to me, that's what I want to hear most. And you're you're talking about Zobel. Yeah. And that's that was what people would say about him, that he sometimes you weren't sure, <clears throat> was that a completion or what happened there and yeah. everything. And it was okay because he was one of us. Sure. He was a fan. And we kind of got it. And it, it kind of struck me when he passed away because we knew it was coming. Right. We knew it wasn't far away. Anybody that was around him knew it. It's probably not going to be a lot longer. And I remember listening earlier, like that morning when he passed away and people are playing clips and you're you're reading stuff. And I went, whoops, I thought I was going to be okay here. This is not okay. Because you start remembering when you're six and eight and ten and playing hoops and there or or, uh, playing catch with your dad and your brother. And it's not on TV. So you're out in the during Ohio State, Marv Cook. Yeah, it's not TV, right? I don't think it was on TV. We were out in the street listening to the radio. We would have been inside if it was on TV. I think so. But, you know, for some reason. There are clips. I mean, we've seen them. We've it might all have, seen it them. It might have been the highlight package. I remember watching. It had to have been the highlight then at KIMT. I okay. mean, we would okay. have been North in, Iowa. I know me and my brother and my dad, we would have been inside right. watching it. I can't believe that we would have been just listening to the radio. But, again, if you find a radio guy you love mm-hmm. and they lo- and your guy, the Vikings guy, not your guy, but the guy you Paul Allen, on, yeah. I freaking love listening to him. I do, too. He, uh, he'll he's... tell it, and he, he you're never quite sure what he's going to say either. He might come across and slap you around the face. <laughs> Remember the Brett Favre call? Can we find that? Yes, yeah. What? Oh, my gosh. What is he doing? Remember the uh, the missed extra point? They had a guy that missed a bunch of extra points even before that, probably 15 years ago now. Oh, okay. And he basically he goes on the air, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, I mean, PA, he wears. It's not fake. No, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. I think around here, we're really lucky. I like all four of the guys, if you consider the regional guys, if you will. Mm-hmm. Paul Allen, like his call. Mitch Holtis, I always enjoy his call with the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, Mitch. Heck yeah. And you can hear them here on 1700 The yes, Champ. Yes, I love Mitch. Uh, you go old school, Wayne Larravee, who is the Packers broadcaster, mm-hmm. consummate pro, and Jeff Joniak, a Iowa State grad who does the Bears games. We are really lucky. We got four really good broadcasters here of the quote-unquote local teams. Now, I don't know much. I sh- that's... Embarrassing that I don't know that. Um, Iowa State grad, tell me about the, the Bears guy. I don't know much about him. 
I, I told you. Does he get excited? Is he more? Is he more like a? He's un, he's more understated than okay. the two previous we talked about. Both both Paul Allen and Mitch Holtis, I think, are, are more high energy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he'll crank it up when need be. I, I like more an understated compared to those two. Okay. His kind of call, and same thing with Wayne Larravee. You know, he is not completely. Over, but he's, he's fun too. I mean, yes, I never do. Yeah. Am I bored listening to him? Exactly. I'm never bored listening to him at uh, all. The old Raycom game, Big Ten games. 11 a.m. Northwestern Illinois. Here you go, <laughs> Wayne Larravee. That doesn't call. suck, Trent. That doesn't suck. Not I don't care all. what level it is. Old school, old school. Well, we got a big weekend of football, and uh, how we got here, I have no idea. Oh yeah, high school football tonight. Waukee and Urbandale. <laughs> That's what we have. Seven o'clock with the kickoff and uh, the pregame show at six thirty on the champ. All right. From the get go, we got some Iowa State talk coming up later on this hour. Ben Visser from the Cedar Rapids Gazette beat reporter. He'll join us at about 4.40, 4.20. Stuart Mandel, long time with Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. Fox Sports. Now he's heading up the athletic college football content there. He's the leader of all that. He's going to join us here in about 10 minutes. So we got four or five minutes here. Since we got more Cyclone talk coming up this hour, let's get into Iowa-Penn State. Sure. Where are you sitting right now? Weather does not appear to be as big of an issue as we initially thought it's going to be wet, going to be rainy, doesn't look like heavy rain by any means, and not wind. And and that's the biggest component to me. Five-mile-an-hour winds, no big deal there. It's one of those things where it, I look forward to looking at this stuff and how much wind impact is there, how much rain impact. It sounds like they've got a good field out there, natural grass, um, with a good draining system and sewage system and all that good stuff. So good. Um, but that's also one reason why I like that stuff, Trent. I don't care if it's it's one of those sports that basically, unless it's a tornado mm-hmm. or it's it's uh, which I think we agree. I don't remember any of this lightning stuff back in the day. I just don't remember yeah, having to I'm leave for thirty minutes after one strike that's twenty seven miles away. I don't remember that. I'm sure it existed, but I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, it's again, it's interesting. It's a weather factor. How's that going to affect Iowa versus Penn State? Penn State has a stud quarterback, but I'm not necessarily Trent. And again, this may bite me in the you know what. I'm not necessarily scared of his arms, his arm. I'm scared of his his wheels. Are you scared of his arm? I'm not. I'm not saying his arm isn't good. Um, and as we had the Penn State writer on yesterday, remember? Mm-hmm. And yep. that was good knowledge because I kind of had that in the back of my mind, or I felt like I'd read something that maybe we're not giving McSorley enough credit here. You look at his completion percentage. Well, that's bogus. Um, and he's had 21 drops. Yeah, there. that's a great stat. Man. 21 drops. Yeah. Even if you say. Half of those balls are caught, which is fair. 11 completions. Suddenly, that 53% completion percentage goes up just a shy under 59%, and it's not as big of a conversation. And he was telling us yesterday, John McGonigal, and uh, give him a follow on Twitter, looking for mm-hmm. some uh, Penn State knowledge here this weekend. He uh, mentioned that it's not like these were difficult catches. A lot of them were right in the chest, right in the hand, the catches that need to be made, and they weren't there. I do wonder about Penn State where they are up top in the head. And that's something that you can't quantify, you can't measure, you can't put it in your analytics. But this is a team that came in, preseason hype, Trace McSorley, people talking about him for the Heisman, this team finally overcoming everything and making a run at the college football playoff. They've been close, they won a Big Ten title. The next stack is da-da-da, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. And not only losing to Ohio State in the fashion that they did, had that game, but then he had the play call, the fourth and five call, the the terrible zone read look with McSorley. Then he followed up with a pitiful performance against Michigan State, and then basically going through the motions last week against Indiana, 
what's there? Because they're not winning a national championship. We're more than likely not going to win a Big Ten title this year. And at Penn State, they're measured a whole lot differently. That's one thing you have to worry about. Plus, you look at their schedule. It's Iowa this week, obviously. Then after that for Penn State, they're at Michigan next week. They still have Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. If, If they're looking at this game... Hey, we beat this team. Last time they were here, we throttled them. We kicked the crack out. How how much respect is Iowa getting this week? A lot of components, I think, from the Penn State side of things. Yeah, there are. And it's it's one of those things where Iowa, I think this is a benefit that Penn State lost. I think they're going to be a little down. You saw Indiana. That, they were not dominating against Indiana. Right. Penn State was not dominating against Indiana. I didn't see the whole game. I saw probably two-thirds. Um, wasn't hugely impressed with them. Do I expect Iowa to win? I don't know. But give me this six and a half, which I looked at at noon. It's gone down to six, so more money is going on Iowa. It's looking like Trent. Um, you'll have to tell me if that's if I read that right. But I didn't see any sixes, six and a halfs. I think even one of them went down to, uh, I think, five even. Yeah, that, not, so, not a surprise. Not a surprise. This is when you start to see some steam start to come in. Usually, sometimes it's public money. I can tell you. A percentage of money that has been bet on this game yes, currently. Yes, I love that stuff. Yes, please, if you can find it. I think that's interesting finding. And I, I would love in the future to ask some of these guys, how many thousands of dollars have to go into these bets to sway it a half a point? I think that's mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, cash right now about 50-50, yet more people are betting on Iowa. 70% of the bets have come in on the Hawkeyes. No reverse line movement there, but cash 50-50, more people on Iowa, 71%. And nothing too deep to read into that one. Just a, a nugget of knowledge for you. Well, we're going to get more of those nuggets coming up next as we're talking college football. Taking the national viewpoint of Stuart Mandel. Now, don't hate him because he went to Northwestern. I know he was in the stands for homecoming a couple of weeks ago. In fact, I was listening to his podcast. First time he had been at a game as a Northwestern fan since he was a college student. What? Every time in the past that he's ever made his way back, which is rare, He's always been in the press box. He was actually in the stands That's cool. and a different perspective of things. We'll talk about that and more. Get into the Big Ten, the Big 12, and the national scene with Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. That's next on The Drive on 1700 The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clown. 1700, the champ. Right now, traffic. Right now, we have an accident on Southwest 14th Street going northbound at Army Post Road. But currently, that's your only issue out there. Drive safe, Des Moines, and have a great afternoon. Melted Asiago cheese on a freshly baked 100% clean bagel. Then sliced, toasted, and covered with cream cheese. Sound good? Visit your local Panera Bakery Cafe or order online for rapid pickup. Panera, food as it should be. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Come on out for Des Moines Buccaneer Hockey Friday night at Buccaneer Arena. Visit BucksHockey.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. BucksHockey.com. Des Moines Bucks Hockey. BucksHockey.com. 
Now at Menards, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Improve indoor air quality with Best Air 4-inch high-efficiency allergen air filters. They trap dust, pollen, pet dander, mold spores, and more. Just $17.79 after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through October 27th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Wow, someone went shopping. Yes, it's final take clearance at JCPenney. Is that why you're dancing? I mean, I got an extra 50% off clearance items already reduced up to 60% off. Yeah. I'd dance too if I saved like that. By the way, can you dance your way to the car? I got more bags. Only if you take me to JCPenney. It's final take clearance at JCPenney. Hurry in for an extra 50% off clearance items already reduced up to 60% off. In store only, JCPenney. Style and value for all. Offer valid 1014 to 113. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 809-2356 and as always thank you for your support this year it's our year no 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 this year it's my team yeah this is the year this season everyone is gonna know where i'm tailgating my team my colors my flag hello it's why i fly the flag this is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team and you'll find those colors at heartland flagpoles and flags the largest selection of team flags anywhere every team every sport every flag almost by online and get free shipping heartlandflags.com at wolf construction we do many large construction projects across the midwest but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today at wolf construction we believe in honest work a fair price and work we stand behind and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it we know roofing with our one day get it done approach we're known as a roofing machine call wolf construction for a free estimate at 515 515- 225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 The Champ. 
Back with you on a football Friday. Trenton Wolfgang getting you home here. We got high school football tonight. Urbandale on the road at Waukee. The first round of the playoffs all the way through the state championship game. We have you covered on 1700 The Champ. Let's talk college football right now as we welcome in Stuart Mandel from The Athletic as he joins us today. Stuart, how are things? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing well, and, and certainly an exciting week here in our state this week. Iowa State back off the mat after that slow start at 1-3. and three. They're back home and now coming off a bye week, looking to get on the positive side and maybe make a run to Dallas, a schedule that sets up very well for them. And, of course, Iowa this week going out to Happy Valley and a lot of excited Hawkeye fans out there feeling that not only do they think they can go out there and play well, that they can win that football game. Let's start right there. Your thoughts on Iowa-Penn State. Well, I think Iowa is really good, especially on defense. Um, you know, I, I've been singing their praises for a while now. This is a tough game, though. Um, as, as great as Iowa has been defensively, uh, it is hard to, to truly shut down that Penn State offense with Trace McSorley, Miles Sanders, K.J. Hamler, all those guys. So, you know, I picked Penn State, but I could definitely see Iowa pulling it off. I'd feel a lot better, obviously, if it were um, being played at Iowa. Hi, Stuart. This is Wolfgang. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, wanted to ask you, I was reading a tweet a couple days ago, and, and they basically said, give or take a team, Stuart, that 14, 15 teams, something like that, still had you know dreams that they could make the Final Four. And if you want me to read those off, I can, but I'm, I'm guessing you know those 14, 15 teams close to what they are. Is there a dark horse that you see that, maybe people aren't giving enough love to that you see that could be a team in the final four that everybody's overlooking right now. Oh, um, I think that, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, let's see, a complete dark horse. Um, I mean, I could throw Iowa in that category, obviously now being, uh, having a loss already, they're going to have to run the table. Um, but I think that they are capable of doing that. Um, and, you know, let's see right now they're 18th. So I'm sure that they're not, Whoever put that list together probably didn't have them in the, the 14 or 15, but you know that's certainly possible. I mean, people are already saying, oh, with the Big Ten, you know, it's down to just Ohio State and Michigan, and they forget that there's, you know, another one-loss team over there. Now that team needs a little bit of help because um, they're already at a disadvantage with Wisconsin. Uh, but both of those teams obviously play a lot of tough games down the stretch. Going to be interesting and, and how this plays out. Stuart, it seems like we fall into this trap every single year. Narrative becomes, uh, you know, we're going to have too many teams. that There could be an undefeated left out. In fact, I, I think that's a conversation you and Bruce had the cu- uh, on the podcast talking about undefeated Notre Dame being left out. Why do we fall victim to that seemingly every year? Yeah, we seem to have really short memory uh, every year. You know, going back to the BCS, too. Every year there was this collective freakout that too many teams were going to go undefeated, and then, every, and then all those teams would lose. Um, but certainly in the playoffs. You know, we've uh, yet to have a year where there was more than one undefeated Tower 5 team at the end of the year. You know, it wouldn't shock me if we ended up having two. Um, but it's, it's hard. I mean, this is a sport has changed. You're now talking to everybody plays 12. You play a conference championship game that's going to be 13. Um, we're, our, we're halfway through, and we're already down to, to the number that we are. So you know, I thought when the playoff started, if you had told me four years into it, I would have said for sure, there would have been at least one, if not more, two-off teams in it. You know, all the models, all the going back and looking at how it would have applied to past seasons always included some two-off teams. It hasn't happened yet, obviously. 
you know, Ohio State was in the mix last year. Penn State was in the mix the year before. Uh, but I do think when Notre Dame comes into it, that's when everybody starts really freaking out because it's already it's a system that's already set up for one uh, conference to miss it every year. And if Notre Dame goes undefeated, now we're talking about two. So uh, I understand the panic, but believe me, you're going to see. Frankly, you're going to see more upsets like Ohio State Purdue last week. You know, it's one thing to look at a team's schedule, look at Notre Dame's schedule, and say, "Oh, they're going to be heavily favored against all these teams." Well, upsets happen. They do. And Stuart, speaking to that point, and you mentioned, you know, what's it take? You play 12 games now, a conference championship, and then you have to win two games to win a national championship. Because that is the pool drastically different than it used to be. I mean, a program, even at the level of Nebraska, and if they can get built up, I don't think it's realistic for that program to win a national championship anymore, short of finding lightning in a bottle. Programs at that next tier down, outside of the Blue Bloods, how many programs realistically, year after year, can win the whole thing? Not get to the playoff, but win a national championship. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I was very unpopular in Wisconsin this summer for saying that, mm-hmm. that you know, it's a very small list, maybe a dozen schools, and they're not one of them. Because, right. you know, there are a lot of teams like Wisconsin, Michigan State, uh, TCU. You know, Iowa obviously came very close to making the playoff a few years ago. Like you can, you can have that season, and you can win your conference and be on that short list. But to get into the playoff and win two straight games against Alabama and Clemson, or uh, Georgia and uh, let's just say USC has a great year, these are the teams that recruit the four and five star guys, and anybody can beat anybody in one Saturday or one game. But to win two straight against the most talented teams in the country, you know, when they're on having a great season, I just think. You have to be one of those teams that recruits that kind of talent to do that. Yeah, we're with Stuart Mandel. Um, Stuart, is uh, Nick Saban, obviously they're looking phenomenal this year. I'm not ready to just crown him yet because we've seen this in the past where certain networks have rated the top 50 programs and gave a certain program, you know, very high status, and then they went off and lost to um, Texas. So we've seen this in the past. They do look really, really good. They do. Is Saban going to be here for the long haul, or is he – does he want to sniff the NFL again? And I'm guessing he doesn't feel good how that ended and not getting Breeze with his shoulder or whatever it was. Because, I mean, had he gotten, you know, Drew Breeze, an all-time great, I'm guessing his NFL career would have ended differently. I think the NFL thing ended a long time ago for him. You know, maybe okay. whether it was five years ago or, or whatever that time frame was, that's not really – I don't think that's really on the table. You know, there was serious quotation with Texas when Mac Brown was fired. But that didn't happen. I think it's just, for him, it's how much longer do I want to be the head coach at Alabama? And you know, there have been times where I thought that window was starting to close. But right now, he seems to be enjoying it as much as he ever has. And I think part of that is, I mean, he's basically he's, he's managed to maintain this while somewhat reinventing it. You know, this is, you know, you, you go back to 2011 and the team that, that lost to LSU 9-6 to and then had that ugly championship game rematch. This is a completely different kind of football team. This is an explosive team with the best quarterback in the country that can score 45, 50 points every week. So uh, I think he's really enjoying it. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. But when he does hang it up, um, he would be more likely to be uh, either for a TV gig or to just kind of ride off into the sunset, I think, than to take on another, uh, another coaching job. TV gig. Uh, I don't know how good Saban would be at that one. No, I'm sorry. Let, no. Unless maybe just him and Feinbaum could yell at each other for a while. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. 
Well, but have you ever seen when he, it's been a while now since they missed the championship game, but when they don't make the championship game and ESPN has him, do you be the guest analyst? He's great at it because uh, huh. he prepares for it like like it's a game. Uh, and he loves those game day. I, I could see him being Lee Corso's replacement at some point if that's what he's interested in because he loves those guys on game day. And that's when, I mean, that's when you see him smile the most, frankly, is in that environment. <laughs> Few and far between. We're talking with Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. Stu, uh, let's go from there. Who is equipped to beat Alabama? Clemson, defensive line, hasn't played at the highest level at times this year. I think that's the easy choice. Who else is out there? And it's going to take an incredible effort, an incredible game. But who is built to at least have a chance against Alabama, if anybody? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a short list. Clemson is certainly on it. Clemson, I think, has really come on ever since that Syracuse scare. Uh, they're a more complete team now uh, with Trevor Lawrence as quarterback. But, you know, we're going to see against LSU next week. Alabama's really not been tested against a comparable opponent. And I think the team that could take advantage of them is um, much like Clemson two years ago, the team with an elite quarterback who can take advantage of what is really, by saving standards, an ordinary defense. And this is not... This is not the dominant defense that they usually have. It, you can, you can, you can make plays on this defense, but of course you also gotta try to keep them from not scoring 50 points on you. So, Clemson is the first one that comes to mind. Um, it would be interesting if Oklahoma could could run the table from here and you could see Kyler Murray uh, go against Tua. Uh, I certainly think that would be one possibility. I've not ruled Georgia out yet if they were to play them in the SEC championship game. Um, that's about it, you know, and I, I think. Uh, it's a very short list because you've got to have a defense that can hit Tua, unlike anybody they've played so far this year. And then you know, you're not going to hold them at 17 points. So you're going to have to have a quarterback who can take advantage of that defense. Yeah, Stuart, Wolfgang again. Uh, interested in your, obviously, alma mater, Northwestern, going against Wisconsin. I don't have a feel for this game. I never know. When I think Northwestern is going to do it, they don't. And when they... When I think they're not going to yeah. do it, they do it. I have no sense of Northwestern. I, I don't know what to make of them. And then Wisconsin looks like they have injuries. Do you have any take on this game at all? Yeah, the Northwestern of the last two weeks will, will not have a chance against Wisconsin tomorrow, but you never know with them um, what you're going to get from week to week. They've really, really struggled to run the ball. And so I don't think, you know, even though this is not a great defensive Wisconsin team, I don't think they can beat them with Clayton Thorson throwing 60 times like he did against Nebraska. Uh, but they did in the, in the uh, late stages of that Rutgers game last week. A freshman running back finally, and they finally had somebody do something on that side of the ball. So it's it's possible. I mean, the interesting thing is they played Notre Dame the week after that, where you'll assume they'll be a very heavy underdog. Um, but that that one I, I thought all season had upset potential. This one, I don't think. Um, you know, I just think it's not a great matchup for them. Stu, you were on campus for your alma mater uh, a couple weeks ago, and you were there as a fan, as a sports writer, and now going on 20 years of doing this. Sorry to date you. My bad. Uh, (laughs) How did it feel to be in the stands, not to have your laptop in front of you and and battling the Wi-Fi like us normal people have to do? Yeah, the Wi-Fi thing was really frustrating. (laughs) uh, There was no Wi-Fi in that stadium. It was like being in a, you know, some remote place and not knowing what's going on in the other game. But it was really cool in general. Um, you know, the way that game, you know, if, if you remember what happened with the miracle comeback at the end, um, you know, the what you, what you miss when you're a sports writer behind a press box is kind of the emotional highs and lows that 
what, what it is to be a college football fan, you know. Uh, my, all my friends around me from school, you know, they were had given up on the game, you know, feeling pretty bad that they were going to be the team that um, handed Nebraska first win. And then you go from that to 99-yard drive and, and winning in overtime. So uh, I think those of us who are in the media do forget sometimes what it is like to be a fan because we're pretty much isolated from it up there behind that the glass and the, the sterile press box. So for me, it was, it was cool for a lot of reasons. Yeah, Stuart, I'm fascinated with Michigan. Um, I'm just that first game that they played against Notre Dame. They played so bad and dropped so many interceptions, and it was just it was literally a cluster belief that I just it was unbelievable. I actually took something out of that. Like Michigan's good. They played that bad. They were at the 50 yard line with 50 seconds to play to tie it and going into overtime. But let's forget about Michigan for a second. I'm overlooking Notre Dame. I'm talking to Notre Dame people, and they're like, "Why do you keep giving Michigan credit? They lost." <laughs> <laughs> You know, Michigan has gotten a lot better since then, I think. And and the overreaction, we always overreact after the first week, was to say, well, nothing's changed. They still, their offensive line still stinks. They can't run the ball, et cetera, et cetera. And, well, it turns out, you know, Notre Dame has done that to pretty much everybody they faced. You know, I do think the Michigan offensive line has gotten better, and I do think Shea Patterson is a real difference maker for them, um, as I thought he would be. So, you know, they're a really good team. They're probably the best defensive team in the country. You know, I think the thing with Michigan is it's kind of, you know, I think the combination last week of them winning that rivalry game and Ohio State getting embarrassed has everybody thinking it's like a four-game conclusion now that Michigan will beat Ohio State. And you're like, hey, now wait a minute. They haven't won in Columbus since 2000. Uh, I think they've what, won, won once since 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I, I certainly think they're well-equipped to do it. They were two years ago as well. Um, but let's let's see um, if they can get over that hump. Stuart Mandel with the Athletics. Stuart, as always, appreciate your time. Scott Doctorman here in our state doing a great job. We love his work and and the work that everybody oh, yeah. does at the Athletic. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, I appreciate it. That's Stuart Mandel joining us. The Athletic. It's like three bucks a month. I mean, seriously, if you want to be a smarter, more invested sports fan, listen to the drive with me and Wolfgang. Right, <laughs> and. We don't get any cut for this, but subscribe to The Athletic. It really is, and it doesn't matter what sport it is. It'll take you deeper inside. It's not just game stories, a lot of different things. And Dr. Man, he does as good a job as oh, anybody. Gosh. He is so good. Yes. Oh, I, I've, heard no, I've literally heard nothing bad. I mean, how often can you say that about anything? That's I've true. heard nothing yes. bad yes. about it. Even the price. I mean, nobody likes to pay anything. Everybody wants everything for everything free. Everything for free, yes. Seriously? That, I mean, come on. That's a cup of coffee. You know, I mean, that's... Not that's no big deal. Did you notice though? I want every, all my Notre Dame people mm-hmm. that I was tailgate with the, the Dowling people and all yeah, this, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I, I know you heard well. me. Yep. I said I'm fascinated with Michigan. I threw it out there mm-hmm. for him, and I went the Notre Dame angle, and he decided to go back to Michigan and talk nothing about Notre Dame. I tried, people. I think Michigan's a better football team than Notre Dame. I think you feel the same. I think Stu feels the same. It's not bias, but looking at these teams, yes. Notre Dame has a different quarterback in Ian Book. But the quarterback, though it's the same, Shea Patterson's a lot better now than he was with a couple weeks of practice with Michigan. I think it's a better Michigan team. But, alas, well, maybe we'll see it in the playoff. You never know. This could they could fun. meet up again. This could get fun. Let's hope for it. It's Let- fun to hear people talk. They're like, oh, this is over. There's not 15 real teams that have a chance. We had a guy on, he said, oh, there's five. Okay, stop it. Five that can win the title. And I don't even no, think there's that No, that's not how I phrased it. I re-listened to it. 
Yeah? He, yeah. Who he, was it? I'll re-listen. I can't remember these guys' names. I'm just learning their names first. <laughs> What's right. your name, Ross? All right. All right. There Fred you go. Fred or George. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. What we do know is we got a Ben coming up next. It's Ben Visser <laughs> from the Cedar Rapids Gazette. He's going to join us. We're talking Iowa State. A breakdown of the Cyclones as they welcome in Texas Tech. It's next on The Drive, 1700 The Champ. Every Chiefs football game right here. Terminate this football game. The Chiefs radio network lives on 1700. Oh, let's go, champ! The champ. 1700, the champ, with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. For tonight, skies will become partly cloudy with a little patchy fog possible after midnight, a low near 43. It'll be partly cloudy and mild on Saturday with a high near 66. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Wood and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. Renowned medical correspondent and endurance race champion, Bob Arnott, MD. People ask me, how do you keep competing at the age of 70? Healthy living is important, but so is pain relief. If you have pain, you can't train. So I'm thrilled I discovered Salon Pass Lidocaine Plus. This unique topical pain reliever contains two safe and effective anesthetics. Nothing has worked better for me. Salon Pass Lidocaine Plus, cream or roll-on. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car's broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI. Then contact us for a free quote. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Once upon a time, many years ago, the Ronald McDonald House of Central Iowa began helping families who have a sick or injured child. Today, you can help these families and enjoy a great night out at the 19th Annual Ronald McDonald House Gala on Saturday, November the 3rd. The theme this year is Once Upon a Time, so come dressed up in your fairy tale costume and enjoy great food, drinks, and a silent auction. Reserve your tickets or table at rmhdemoine.org. That's rmhdemoine.org. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 Fit Champ. Final segment, hour number one, taking you up until 6 o'clock tonight. It's The Drive on The Champ. Trenton Wolfgang with you right now. Iowa State this weekend, Wolfgang. We talked a lot of Iowa here early mm-hmm. on. Confident with the clones. I, I continue to look at this different angles. I get Texas Tech is better. I just can't see them better than Iowa State right now. Texas Tech, I don't believe they are better than Iowa State. That's the kind of thing that kind of start starts messing with your mind, the fact that Wow, this is kind of a new era in Cyclone football. The mm-hmm. fact that you're going and you're feeling pretty confident beating a Texas Tech team that we looked up yesterday, and I think it was the new stat that you looked up was bowl eligible, I think, Trent. So they were bowl eligible for a long time, man. A long time. Yeah. This is no joke of a program. But I think both you and I are feeling good. Should. And Iowa State won both games under Matt Campbell against Texas Tech. Let's get into it. Dive a little deeper into the matchup with the Red Raiders as Ben Visser from the Cedar Rapids Gazette joins us. He can find his work at thegazette.com. Ben, good afternoon to you. How are things? Things are good. Things are good. How are you guys? Can't complain. Uh, excited to to see this matchup tomorrow, 11 a.m. kickoff, so it'll be some early tailgating. Fortunately for you, you'll be working up there, but Ben, uh, take us into the bye week after the big victory against te- uh, West Virginia. Texas Tech now on tap. I get it. Sometime, pretty much every time. The boy, the bye came at a really good time. We hear that so much. In your mind, did it come at a good time? Yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, Matt Campbell historically hates bye weeks. I think every year he's been here, he said, I hate bye weeks. I just want to go on to the next week and keep playing and keep being in that rhythm. But this year he actually said the bye week did come at a good time. And I believe him for the most part um, because it gave, 
running back Dave Montgomery an opportunity to get fully healed up. He obviously uh, missed the game, he missed the Oklahoma State game, and then he came back against West Virginia, rushed for 189 yards. And then he did this week, he got an extra week of rest, so he's going to be fully healthy. And one of the biggest added bonuses, I think, is it gave Brock Purdy time to review film in depth and thoroughly. So he can see what he's doing well. He can see what he needs to improve on, which, I mean, according to this isn't much, but there are, he does make fresh mistakes. He's thrown a couple interceptions, a couple bad balls. So it, it gave him an opportunity to really dive in and see what he's doing and see, what it's, see what's working and see what's not working. So um, I think the cliche is true this time. I think the bye week did actually come at a good time for Iowa State. Ben, good to meet you, sir. Appreciate you coming on. Um, you brought up Montgomery. And I'm just basically a homer and a groupie for this guy. I think he's so good. I think people may not even realize how good he is. Is it a foregone cl- conclusion that he has gone to the NFL? Um, good question. I think it would be um, – I think he should go to the NFL. I don't know. I mean, they're not going to say, obviously, whether or not he's going to go to the NFL after this year or not. So mm-hmm. I can't – I don't want to speak um, absolutes on that. But I think – I think he should go to the NFL. Uh, running back careers are generally shorter than other positions. So if you can go and make $5 million in one year as, on a, as a rookie, I think uh, they should go do that. And I'm not 100% agreement with you. I think Montgomery doesn't, he doesn't even get the credit he deserves sometimes, especially out of central Iowa, um, outside of central Iowa. He doesn't, nationally doesn't get the respect that he probably deserves. Um, just because Iowa State's line, it's actually, Iowa State's offensive line has improved this year, but it's still um, nothing great. It's not like Iowa's offensive line or Alabama's or anything. So mm-hmm. there are improvements that, if you, put, if you put NFL offensive linemen in front of David Montgomery, he's going to do special things, I'll say that. So um, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he's gone, but I think it would be a little bit silly for him not to go. You know, Ben, you mentioned offensive line, and a big reason I think you're seeing the success of the offense not only is the play of Brock Purdy, but that offensive line seems to be making some big progression. We heard a lot in the spring and summer about the development that they've had. They've been moving some pieces around. How good does Matt Campbell feel about that offensive line here going into the back half of the season? Yeah, he feels much better about it now than he did at the beginning of the season. Um, like you said, at the beginning of the season, they're really toying with it, trying to find the right pieces where they should go. And he seems to have found a combination that he likes um, with Colin Newell at center and then Colin Olsen at left guard. Um, the rest of it's been pretty much the same with um, Josh Knipfel at right guard and then obviously Julian Jones and Bryce Meeker um, at the tackles. And, yeah, they seem to be much improved. Uh, that offensive line seems to be gelling right now, so... Um, Texas Tech does give a little bit of pressure every now and again, so we'll see how they do against that. But, um, yeah, they're looking really good right now. And I think the fact that Brock Purdy and a quarterback really helps them um, because with Kyle Kemp and Zeb Nolan, you get a pocket quarterback and um, not very mobile, neither one of them. Purdy is able to, if pressure does get to him, he's able to avoid it a little bit, escape it, and buy some extra time um, for his receivers to get open downfield. So I think combination of Brock Purdy um, being a mobile quarterback helps the offensive line and the offensive line is actually gelling and um, playing pretty good football right now. Yeah, Ben, um, had a question about Purdy. Um, If you could give us some inside baseball stuff on this, I don't know if you can, but try if you could. Does he seem like a guy that can handle this type of success as a true freshman? 
he looks like it. I don't know his demeanor. I just like, and I know that's kind of weird to just say you look at somebody and and you feel that about him, the confidence or whatever they give off. But I feel like he can handle it. Do you have any inside baseball stuff for us and and what you know about him behind the scenes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I talked to his high school football coach three weeks ago now, Preston Jones. He's the head coach of Perry football down there in Gilbert, Arizona. Um, talked to him. And he had no reservations about whether or not Purdy could handle um, starting at a Big 12 football program as a true freshman. He said he's mature by, beyond his years. He credits that to Purdy's parents and his upbringing. Um, Purdy's idol growing up was Tim Tebow. Uh, oh, wow. So, really? I mean, you don't, you, don't get a, you don't get a better uh, role model or leader, example of a leader than Tim Tebow, really. We all know what he did at Florida. Um, so he's just a really mature kid from everything that I've heard about him. Obviously, we can't interview Fred football players, so I haven't had the chance to talk to Purdy one-on-one. But from the people that I talked to that know Purdy, um, he definitely seems to have the demeanor to be able to handle anything that gets thrown at him. And Matt Campbell's asked this week at his press conference whether or not Purdy has had trouble handling this instant success and instant fame, if you want to call it that. And Campbell's like, yeah, we had no issues with the plus ever. Purdy just really humble kid, got right back into the film room and started watching films. So I don't think it's going to be a problem. That's not going to be Purdy's issue at all, um, handling this success that he's had so far. All right, let's take a look at this Texas Tech squad. We've been talking about it this week. Better, better than what we've seen the last couple of years. Certainly much better defensively. They're running the ball more, and they have their own true freshman quarterback. it has been pretty good himself in Bowman. Uh, Tell us what you've seen out of this Red Raiders squad and why it might be different as opposed to the easy victories for the first two years for Matt Campbell Cyclones. Right, you touched on it. Uh, Texas Tech has a probably legitimate defense for the first time under Chris. Cliff Kingsbury. Um, they're one of the better teams in the conference on third downs. Um, they don't give up a lot of, I think it's passing yards, but it might be rushing yards. Nope, it's rushing yards. They don't give, a lot of, they don't give up a lot of rushing yards. Um, they're fourth in the Big 12 in rushing yards allowed. Um, so they have a legitimate, probably good defense now. You could make the argument that they haven't played the best teams. Um, against, I mean, they've played Lamar. Um, Kansas, TCU is having a down year, so those stats kind of skew it a little bit. When they've played good teams like West Virginia and Ole Miss, I mean, Ole Miss put up 47 on them, West Virginia put up 42 on them, so um, I don't know whether or not their defense is a product of the schedule they've played or if they're actually better. I think they are actually better. It's probably somewhere in between. I think they're better defense than what they were, but I still don't think they're, they're, they're definitely not lights out or anything, so Pretty good defense, and then, I mean, their offense is their offense. Yeah, you, you can't, but it almost seems like you can just plug in any quarterback you want in Cliff Kingsbury's system. They're going to throw for 350 yards, 400 yards, and get three touchdowns. But, yeah, their offense is ridiculous. I would say, I mean, they stifled them last year, so and they just stifled West Virginia two weeks ago. So we'll see what John Haycock draws up on Saturday. Yeah, Ben, dork question for you, if you don't mind. Probably, as a journalist, you don't like these questions, but I'm a dork. I'm a fan. Okay, I got a mic in front of me, so I'm going to ask it. Um, are you feeling the buzz from the fans? Are you seeing more clicks, uh, more buzz? Are you feeling that from the fans? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and strangely enough, and I'm going to get a slightly off topic, I guess, it's carried over into the NBA, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, so, it does. Yeah. 
yeah, with like Monte Morris and George Niang having the success that they've had, um, the football just kind of breeds basketball hype, and it's just it's kind of going back and forth right now. Um, Iowa State fans are definitely in a good place right now, which I don't know how often you could have said that in the last 10 years, how often they've been in a good place. But right now they seem to be quite content with what the Cyclones are doing. Matt Campbell, I mean, Iowa State doesn't control its own destiny, but it almost does if, uh, if they run the table here at the end of the season and there's a legitimate shot that they're playing in a Big 12 title game. That's not out of the question with teams like Kansas, Baylor, Kansas State, and Incarnate Ward left on the schedule. So um, the buzz is definitely real from Iowa State fans right now. No doubt. Ben, going to be a fun one with Texas Tech in board and, of course, basketball right around the corner. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. Ben Visser with the Cedar Rapids Gazette, the Gazette.com. As we get the break, we got another hour to go on the drive. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700, The Champ, Taz, and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clown. 1700, the champ. Right now, traffic. Right now, we have a stalled vehicle on I-235 going eastbound at Euclid, but currently, that's our only issue out there. Drive safe Des Moines and have a great evening. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at Indeed.com slash hire. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. 
When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable towing. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital Capital City City Motor Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Seventeen hundred AM KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each Friday night for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. High school football on seventeen hundred is presented by Absolute Auto Repair, Right Roofing, Heartland Flags, Charterhouse Real Estate, The Rookie Sports Cards, Sinorama of Urbandale, Mike's Auto Service, Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry Law PC, Complete Auto Wraps, Champions Recovery Room, and Advanced Door Systems. High school football on 1700. Why wait? Don't hesitate. Come on, let's get away. Being in Des Moines, you just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical.